Mike Dell's World number 201. Yep, you heard that right. Quit screwing around with that thing. You found Mike Dell's world. And yes, yes indeed, Mike Dell's world is back. Actually, it's on the same feed as the audio blog. But uh, today I, I recorded a, a new episode of the audio blog from the road. And once I got done recording, I got to thinking about it. And uh, that's always a dangerous thing. And I decided, what the heck, I'm going back to Mike Dell's world. I'm going to leave the feed alone this time, so uh, you don't have to do anything. If you're getting this, great. I'm going to somehow redirect the uh, old Mike Dell's world feed to uh, this one, or somehow, I'll figure it out, but uh, you won't have to do anything. But uh, decided I'm just going to bring back that name, because you know what, I got uh, this intro that I just played and uh, got a whole bunch of uh, little wipers and stuff. And you know, I just want to kind of go back to uh, the way it was. You know, you remember Dallas, the uh, TV show, not, not the new rebooted one, but the, uh, the old one with uh, J.R. and Bobby and Jack Ewing and all that back in the seventies, uh, I guess, and eighties, or maybe it was just the seventies. I don't remember now, but you remember uh, when they killed off Bobby Ewing for a whole season and then uh, brought him back like nothing happened, like it was a bad dream. <clears throat> so the whole Mike Dell's audio blog switchover was a bad dream, and uh, we're back. And so I went uh, went back and renumbered all the audio blog ones, and I had uh, quit uh, using the name Mike Dell's World at uh, show number 190, and I did an episode zero, and then I did nine audio blogs before this. And... Uh, According to my calculations, uh, the last episode, which was around Halloween, wow, it's been that long, the uh, the last episode, uh, yeah, reboot, English optional today. Anyway, according to my calculations, this is episode 201, so that means the last one around Halloween was episode 200, which uh, back when I... Uh, was talking about it in 2011. I said, oh, by the end of 2011, I'm going to have 200 episodes. <laughs> Didn't work out that way. So anyway, officially 201 episodes. There's a whole lot of other little mini episodes uh, way back in the stream. And, and like I said, I'm going to try to get that feedback uh, going the way it was. Uh, of course, you can still find everything at MikeDell.com. And uh, so if you want to go back and listen to all my craziness, you can. But uh, going forward, this is Mike Dell's World, and I am going to play a little more music, not a lot, sometimes, sometimes not, you know, that kind of thing. Not going to beat the dead horse. I am going to go ahead and play unedited the uh, recording I made from uh, today from the road. So uh, we'll catch you next time at episode 202. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever the case may be. This is Mike, 
And I am on the road today. Not coming from you. Not coming from the Subaru Studios, but uh, the uh, borrowed Chevrolet Studios. The company I work for has a, a couple of company vehicles, and uh, I'm in one of them today. I had uh, to haul a large load of things to 11 different locations uh, all around Leelanau, Benzie counties, uh, northwest corner of Lower Michigan, along the Michigan Lake Michigan Lake Shore. There we go. <laughs> Lots of Michigans and lakes. But, uh, anyway, just got done with my last stop and got about uh, 30 something miles back to the shop where I will uh, be done for a little while and then uh, off to the airport to pick up something and deliver it somewhere. <laughs> uh, today's uh, definitely a courier day. Haven't been on much uh, on the podcasting thing here lately. Just uh, oh, too many other things get in the way and, and uh, quite frankly... Yesterday, I was on a trip over to Rogers City across the state over on Lake Huron and uh, recorded a whole show, recorded uh, 29 minutes or so, and when I got home, I realized that the background noise was just absolutely off the scale and there was nothing I could do about it. Hopefully, uh, this one doesn't turn out the same. I turned the input level way down on the recorder, and I have the trusty uh, microphone instead of using the internal mics on the recorder so this should turn out somewhat better of course you're, you're still going to hear the background noise but hopefully it's not overwhelming my voice like it was yesterday and uh, I won't even try to repeat everything I said yesterday because uh, frankly I don't remember a whole lot of it I don't know I do remember it and I'll hit on some of that I guess this being uh, just the audio blog, figure, uh, turn on the mic and uh, do a little talking. Let's see, uh, it's been at least three months or so uh, since I last podcasted. We've uh, gone through the winter up here in uh, northern Michigan, although you would never know it by uh, looking out the window still have pretty high snow banks and it actually snowed yesterday uh, today is severe clear it's really nice and bright and sunny which is really kind of nice in the it, with the snow on the ground it really makes it bright the roads are dry and everything's cool but uh, i guess we might not be over winter weather even though it's spring thinking back uh, last year at this time well probably uh, be a week ago a year and a week ago we uh, had a, a heat wave come through and it was in the 70s and 80s for I want to say uh, two three days anyway it was enough to melt all the snow and it was enough to where we had a picnic out back on our patio which is right now buried with three feet of hard packed snow from the dogs walking over it all winter. I'm going to make my turn here. Just uh, 
Oh, and the, between the town of Honor, Michigan, and the town of Interlaken, Michigan, you might know Interlaken from famous musicians such as Jewel and Chip Davis, and uh, I don't know, quite a few others went to Interlaken Arts Academy. That's out here. Anyway, enough, <laughs> enough of that. Like I said last year, we had that that heat wave, and it was just absolutely crazy. And of course, it also woke up all the cherry trees. And they thought, "Well, heck, it's time to bud out. It's, it's warm, it's sunny." And so they started budding out, and then we had a hard freeze a couple of weeks after that, and killed pretty much all the cherry crop, most of the apple crop, and. I don't think it hurt the grapes any, but uh, this year I think the cherries are safe. Uh, I'd say right now it's in the 40s though, so it's melting slowly as it should. Also helps the maple syrup producers around here because uh, warmer days and uh, cool nights gets the sap to flowing. So I should have some good fresh maple syrup here coming up in the next uh, little while. I didn't get any last year. Uh, I, I'm sure it was around. I just never uh, never thought of it until, uh, well, I mean, I get it, I guess, all year round, but uh, you, know, you always want to get it in the spring when it's fresh. Remember one time when I was a kid, we uh, tapped a bunch of maple trees, me and a buddy. I was in high school hung uh, five gallon buckets off of the taps on the side of the tree and go out and empty them every night or you know every afternoon after school and we ended up filling up a uh, horse trough you know should use for livestock watering livestock I don't know how many gallons it was but it was, it was a bunch and we got the bright idea of just propping that up on some cinder blocks and building a big fire under it so that's what we did we boiled off all that sap and got probably a gallon and a half or two gallons of syrup out of it. It was good stuff, but it had kind of a smoky taste to it. As we burnt, you know, boiled it down under an open flame, and I don't know if that's desirable or not. It wasn't bad, and uh, certainly uh, interesting, but uh, I guess using gas natural gas or propane is probably the preferred method to boil down sap that's what most of the sugar houses around here do so getting back to uh, podcasting I'm not going to make excuses I, I make a lot of excuses it always seems that in the winter time when you think you'd have more time I tend to have less time I don't know why in particular but it just seems, you know, I, I end up going in spurts. I'll, uh, I'll go for six, eight months, fairly uh, routine, and then uh, take a hiatus. I think in the last 12 months I've taken more hiatus than not. But I still want to do it, and uh, hence here I am recording. I've already announced that uh, the podcasting tech coach show will... Uh, resume again uh, in another week or two and uh, Geek of the North of course will uh, continue on. I really haven't done anything with that since uh, CES which is the beginning of January out in Las Vegas 
that was a lot of fun a lot of work and uh, note to self next year I'm coming in a day early and going home a day late you need a a day to get acclimated to Las Vegas and uh, another day to recuperate after working long hours with little sleep and uh, no time to go play around I got a little time to play around you always make time when you're in Vegas but next year I'm going to spread that out a little bit and leave a day or two maybe later since I'm already out there might as well uh, take advantage of it and, uh, boy traffic out here okay well traffic is a relative term Ain't much going on out here there might be uh, four cars on the road but two of them are going uh, 44 miles an hour ahead of me on the highway not a freeway as we've discussed before there's no freeways around here or at least not close the closest freeway I can get to is about 30 miles and of course my phone rings let's see who that might be so I can ignore them yep that's what I'm gonna do ignore them if that was you sorry that probably wasn't somebody from uh, California so Probably should call them back when I'm done, but I'm on a roll here. Only at 44 miles an hour. <laughs> I think I'm going to maybe pull out and pass here. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Freak out this guy in the oncoming lane, but that's all right. Plenty of time, plenty of time. And I probably shouldn't be doing 70, but I did get around him. I'll kick it back down to reasonable level. That's one thing about this driving gig. I, I'm getting more aggressive in my driving. Not dangerous, just a little more assertive. I don't uh, cut people off or anything like that, but I'm developing a, a low tolerance for people that go slow. And when I say slow, if you're going the speed limit, I'm okay with that absolutely okay with that so if, you know, if they were clipping along at 55 great I can go 55 you know, like the old song I can't drive 55 I can and when I get out on the freeway generally I go 65 instead of 70 which is the posted speed limit around here on freeways in Michigan anyway Ohio is different but I usually go 65 and sole reason of that is, is in the Subaru especially I get much better gas mileage at 65 than I do at 70 and it you know I figured it out one time you know say say you're you know say you're on 250 miles the difference between 70 and 65 is a few minutes and if it saves you a couple miles per gallon over time that uh, that makes a difference I can get to 27, 28 miles to the gallon versus 24 or 25. I'm going to do it as long as I stay on time and all that stuff. I like when I'm out on the uh, on the two-lane roads, though, I go the speed limit. Generally, maybe 57 is usually where I set the, set the cruise when uh, 
I don't have anybody going slower in front of me, but if somebody's going 55 and I creep up on them at 57, I'll just slow it down to 55 and won't worry about getting around them. But this winter, it seemed that everybody up here forgot how to drive on snow. So anytime the roads were covered, everybody was going 40. There was one stretch of highway there on 131 heading north, US 131. One stretch there, uh, get up to a passing lane, and I passed 17 cars in one shot. And I wasn't going; I never, never broke 60. But you know, you can you can drive on snow. Uh, you know, if it's nice hard packed snow and it's not the wrong temperature. It seems that uh, snow at 31 degrees to 33 degrees is slippery. But you get, you know, 20 degrees, it's kind of sticky. And even colder than that, it was quite a stretch there where we were down around, you know, five below to five above. Went for a couple weeks that way. And, you know, roads were covered with snow, but, I mean, it was as, it was as sticky or stickier than hot asphalt. You know, no problem driving on it problem I had is whenever I drive this diesel van the heat doesn't work as well diesels don't put out the heat that, uh, <laughs> that the gas engines do and, and uh, I had to really crank the heat up to stay warm when it's uh, five below zero and of course I found the only stoplight in the county no actually it's not true that's a different county there's only one stoplight in Benzie County there's a whole bunch of them in Grand Travers here <laughs> But this is the first one in the county. And I don't know if uh, people think I'm weird talking into a microphone driving down the road, but we're sitting here in a stoplight, as the case may be. But I don't care. Weirder things have happened. It's better than uh, sitting here looking at my phone texting while driving or sitting at a stoplight. Still don't do that. A lot of people do. Uh, I'll sometimes, you know, just take a quick glance to see, you know, somebody uh, emails or texts. But I turned off all the alerts on my phone, with the exception of the text. I, I left the text and the and the phone calls. Those alerts come on, but people don't text me all that much. And you know, it's a phone call. It's a phone call. But I've turned off email notifications, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, all you know, whatever, all that stuff. And it's a whole lot quieter. And I'm not tempted, you know, driving down the road, I'm not tempted when I hear an email alert, you know, who, who emailed me where I was before. That definitely has cut down on the extraneous noise. And, uh, to look down and make sure I was recording. Yeah, still recording. <laughs> uh, this recorder, you have to hit you hit the button once. That's where you can uh, test everything and you know check the meter and everything. Then you have to hit the record button a second time to get it to record. And I've done that before, where I've hit the uh, record button once and then talk for a really long time and look down and notice it was still on pause. <laughs> but 
This isn't the case. Well, obviously, if you're listening to it, I'm, I'm recording it. So that was that was kind of a, a, a dumb whole section there. See what else is going on. Let's see. Uh, last Friday, talking about the courier gig, driving job here, uh, been kind of slow for like the two weeks before. Just kind of good because I had a whole bunch of uh, uh, online work I had to do for the uh, other outfit I worked for and so that worked out pretty good but it was getting kind of slim pickings in the driving department and Friday you know we have an on we have an on-call schedule so generally one day a week I'm on call every once in a while it's two days a week and some other times it's no days a week but last week it was two days, Tuesday and, <coughs> and Friday. Well, Friday morning I get a call at 6.30 in the morning. Hey, we need you to go uh, drive down to uh, Claire, Michigan. Drop off a package. All right. So I get up, go pick up the package, drive it down to Claire. Just as I'm getting back close to town, I get a phone call. Hey, uh, need you to go to such and such place to pick up a... A box and uh, needs to go to Benton Harbor. Benton Harbor is like 240 miles away. Okay, no problem. Jump in, you know, jump on it, get get the package, go down to uh, Benton Harbor. On my way back, and this is, uh, I don't know, getting to be, I don't know, 7 o'clock at night maybe? Something like that. Get a call. Hey, uh, when are you gonna be back? I said, well, I'm just, uh, you know, 20 minutes out. Oh well, I got a, we got another uh, run for you. We need to, need you to go to Muskegon. Muskegon's 140 miles away. So anyway, all told, I had 930 miles and 18 hours of driving, and uh, a bit more of that was on duty. Now, if you're DOT and you're listening, uh, I'm in an unregulated driving position, so that, although it is legal, I should, probably should not do that, but hey, it worked out, so made more money in that one day than uh, than I had for the previous week, <laughs> but I was a tired pup, and all day Saturday, I mean, I got home at 2.30 in the morning, and Got up around 7 for a little while, went back to bed around 9, slept till 3 in the afternoon, and then I just sat in the recliner and veg the rest of the day, watch TV. And Sunday I wasn't quite feeling right, so <laughs> I don't know what it is about driving long distances that takes it out of you, but it sure takes it out of me, especially that many. I can see why uh, the uh, truck drivers and, and that... Uh, have their schedule that that they do. I think their rules are they can drive for 11 out of 14 hours and they can only be on duty 14 hours in a 24 hour period and it has to be a, a consistent 14 hours so if you start at 6 in the morning you're done 14 hours later regardless of how much you drove and you have to take a 10 hour break and I can see why that was entirely too much. I think I think out of that whole trip, I, I could have done everything but the 
the round trip to Muskegon, so I could have done 630 miles probably legally under DOT rules. That's if everything went perfectly, which it actually did, so no big deal, but that's uh, that's good. Today I just had to do this uh, Leelanau-Benzie route, 11 stops for uh, a, uh, let's see, I'm not giving names of companies or anything, but uh, it's one of the large parcel delivery services in the United States <laughs> and uh, I can tell you it's not DHL so uh, but we have a contract with them to uh, <coughs> to provide uh, package delivery to central location slash government offices around the uh, whole northern part of Michigan Stopped at 11 of them. But anyway, that's all I've done so far. It's uh, just 20 minutes after noon. I started at 7 o'clock this morning. And the next thing on the agenda is around 3 o'clock. I have to go meet an airplane at the airport and uh, run a package over to an office on the other side of town from the airport. So that's a nice quickie one. And then I'm taking the rest of the day off. Although they probably would find something else for me to do. I've got some web work to do. Of course, you guys know I work for Raw Voice, also part-time, as their uh, tech support and, uh, and other various duties. We've been working on the new uh, and improved Blueberry website. Go check that out at blueberry.com, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com, no ease. And uh, we launched that, soft launched it. It's not officially, uh, we're not making a big deal out of it yet because we're still doing some tweaking. But you'll notice it uh, has a different sort of interface to it, uh, kind of a tiled interface. Uh, sort of like Windows 8, but uh, I think it's better looking. And it's certainly more useful if you're a podcaster. We're uh, consolidating some of our uh, websites. There's one called help.blueberry.com that uh, had a lot of tutorials and help files and stuff on how to use Blueberry and, and PowerPress plugin and whatever. And then we had the powerpresspodcast.com and podcastfaq.com. First, we've got our support forums at forum.blueberry.com. And we're consolidating all that. Well, the forum's still where it is. But we're consolidating all that. We're uh, taking all the information from Podcast FAQ, updating it, reorganizing it. And uh, it's now at create.blueberry.com. Same with the community podcast. PowerPress podcast that's there and you go there and there's a tile for create a tile for explore you click on explore it looks like the old site that's how we want it because that's for podcast consumers that's the podcast directory and and, and all that and then uh, the create tile takes you to uh, we got a podcasting manual now to uh, basically uh, updated information from podcast FAQ 
and uh, a lot from the help.blueberry.com site. And uh, what, what I've been doing is as I get questions uh, through the regular support, for, or support system, uh, if it's something I answer more than a couple of times, I'll uh, put it somewhere on the create site, and then uh, then I'll uh, point people to it. But uh, I think I think the website looks new, fresh, much easier navigation, and you should be able to find stuff. Also, doing some tutorial videos, you know, to how to set up. PowerPress stats, or how to set up Blueberry stats, how to uh, you know set up PowerPress from beginning to the end for podcasters, and had a few other goodies there. So if you're at all uh, interested in podcasting, check that out. Create.blueberry.com. I didn't mean this to be a commercial for Blueberry, but <laughs> I guess that's how it turned out. At least at the end there. And speaking of the end, I got to pull into the fuel station, pump some diesel, and another uh, two or three miles, and then uh, go park this thing and go eat some lunch. And uh, probably between the time I uh, drop the van off and the time that I uh, go to the airport to meet the airplane, I will... uh, edit this. I probably won't edit much. I'll uh, process it, I guess, would be better. And I'll uh, go ahead and uh, upload this so you guys can can listen. Uh, should be doing a Geek of the North uh, next week, or maybe this weekend. Depends on uh, noise-free environment availability and, uh, and uh, motivation. I'm motivated to podcast, just not motivated to uh, do the show prep. <laughs> I am motivated. I've got, I've got several uh, review units that I need to review <laughs> from CES that uh, just haven't got around to checking out. Got one that I'm kind of in a conundrum about. They sent me a uh, iPhone 5 case, uh, one company. It's uh, for a bicycle handlebars or motorcycle handlebars, I guess. Could could work either way. It looks really nice. I just don't have an iPhone 5. I had a friend over uh, a couple of days, and uh, she had an iPhone 5, so I did get a few pictures of it and uh, kind of got to look at how it, how it would work. So I'll probably do a review of that over at uh, Geek of the North such as it is and uh, also got a, a guitar tuner which I thought was going to be a conundrum since I don't have or play a guitar but uh, it, it's kind of a guitar specific one but it's one of those that you know clip on the headstock and tell you if you're, uh, you know, each string is in tune but it just has the uh, standard six string guitar tuning on it you know just has those six notes well as it turns out banjo only uses uh, three notes uh, two of the strings are uh, the same note um, an octave apart so uh, 
and they're all represented on the guitar tuner so saved by that so I'll uh, review the guitar tuner as a banjo tuner <laughs> of course this uh, gas station has one diesel pump and it's also a gas pump and of course there's two people getting gas at the diesel pump so I have to wait but that's all right I'm gonna go ahead and close this out don't remember what number this is in my strange numbering scheme, but I'll figure it out. And I will catch you later. You can catch me later. <laughs>